welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and all the rest of you disgusting sweat hogs listening. This is Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat, episode 47. Wow. That's right. Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat, FM 99's first and only WWE wrestling podcast. I, as always, am Sean Hood, and I'm joined, as always, by the lovely and talented Dave Sugar Teats Taylor. Oh, you know, it's weird. We used to lovely and talented. I was looking around and somebody else was in the room, but thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I tell at least one lie a day. So... Uh, we got a lot to get to today. We're going to get some news. We're going to talk about backlash and then some fallout from that and everything. There's a lot going on. Uh, backlash was one of those things that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Dave is not having a problem. He's just, that's his reaction to whenever I say the word backlash. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a thing that happened. Uh, but we will get into all that. But first, got to get the details out of the way. Of course, uh, if you're listening to us, that's great. But make sure you check us out. On all of our different platforms, you go to fm99.com, right under the media tab, ESPR, right there. You can tell people to find us right there, and it's super easy. It takes you to our most recent episode, links you to our SoundCloud. Speaking of SoundCloud, uh, we are on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, all your major podcast apps. Just search ESPR. And then on top of that, if you want to interact with us, there's lots of ways to do that. You can go over to facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99. And uh, you can also email us at ESPR at, at FM99.com. Send us questions, topics, concerns, uh, anything you want to talk about, really. If you got a plumbing problem, we can't help you, but we'll listen. Um, if you have a medical issue, call a doctor because gross. Yeah. So uh, that gets all that out of the way. Not so now... That's it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> please. <laughs> now, we, uh, now we can dive right into the news. All right. So we got lots to talk about this week. Actually, there's a fair amount of news this week. Yeah. We will start with something of a somber note here. Take this one uh, right away. Longtime pro wrestler Nick Big Bully Busick has passed away at the age of 63. He passed away on May 8th. Ah. Uh, no cause of death has been revealed, but he was diagnosed with cancer of the cerebrospinal fluid this year, and he was in hospital care. So it seems very likely that it was connected to that. Uh, he worked for the WWE, WWF from 1989 to 1991. Uh, but he started his career back in 1978. Wow. Yep. I remember him. It was it would be the uh, USWA days. I want to say uh, that he he started downtown Bruno. By the way, who's who's uh, Harvey Whippleman in the WWE when when Bully, Big Bully Busick came to the WWF. Oh, you know what? Now that I see him, I recognize him. Yeah, the big mustache and the yeah, and he had, yep, and the weird hat. Yeah, the bowler derby sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah. Um, now had, that I see him, he, he he all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I know who that is. He had two different finishers. One was the the heart punch, and he had the stump puller. Uh, Busick. It says he's mostly known for Georgia All Star Wrestling and Global Wrestling so Federation. It was global, which there was after was. the WWE. Okay, yeah. there it was. Yeah, yeah. And that was after uh, the WWE stint. Yeah, but he brought Bruno San Bruno San Martino. He brought downtown Bruno Harvey Whippleman to the mm-hmm. WWE when he came over. That's when Harvey was smoking cigar. And he blows smoke in the face and and uh, downtown Bruno. Uh, Big Bully had the uh, cigar as well. He uh, didn't win much, never made it to pay-per-view. His biggest feud was with the Brooklyn Brawler, believe it oh, or not. Wow. He, he was, um, there was a match that they had, and and, uh, and and Brawler won by count out, and then he had a rematch, and then uh, Big Bully ended up winning, which was probably one of his biggest wins. He just didn't, didn't really do much in the WWE. He was scheduled for the Survivor Series in 1991, I want to say. Okay. And, but then, Isn't that the one The Undertaker debuted at? No, that was 90, uh, that was that ninety. Was 90 yeah. he, he was he was on the team in ninety one, and they pulled him, and I think Hercules ended up taking his oh, spot. God, <laughs> man, uh, let me tell you, when you get replaced by Hercules, so I think at, at that point he he was gone. We will he move didn't do some other more. Oh, I mean, it's still it kind of serious character. news, but luckily it's, nobody it's passed away. That, uh, uh, first, WWE fun. announces that Alexa Bliss suffered an injury at Backlash. So that's not great news. Uh, no. She suffered a left shoulder injury during her match, and she's going to get some f- currently awaiting further medical evaluation. Uh, we're not sure if this is a legitimate storyline or legitimate injury or, yeah. or storyline injury. We'll find out, I'm sure. But uh, so far, that's what we got. Um, there's that, and then on the same the heels of that similar story, Charlotte Flair reportedly set to undergo surgery uh, to repair a, a ruptured implant, which. Ah, that's just not great. It's got to be painful. Well, there's other wrestlers who've suffered that. I think China, a few uh, number of years ago. uh, Oh yeah, uh, more famously, I think Gail Kim had one. Yeah, I want to say Mickey James had one too. 
Yeah, it's 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 not all that uncommon when you have implants. Yeah, it, it just it's it's painful. It can be it's it's toxic. It can it can really mess you up. Yeah, but well, the business uh, that you're in that that's that that's something that you got to get fixed. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, I just I have this horrible image of my head of like it happening during a match and it just being like. Pfft, just like leaking air, and you know what I mean. Just kind of deflating as she's standing there in front of you, which isn't how it happens. But it's just it's the thing that came in my head. Sean has weird fantasies. I shut up, Dave. What I do in my alone time when the sock is on the door is my business. Um, no, seriously. I hope she's all right. Hope that's okay, and hopefully that doesn't keep her out of the wing. The wing. The ring. <laughs> Knock first and wait. Uh, too minutes. too long. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because she did just qualify. For Money in the Bank yeah. on Monday. Well, I think. Well, I think she, they plan on her to be back, and that pay per view is a few weeks away. Six well, weeks I, away. Yeah. 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 Well, it's just you know, I they do. I think that you're right. I think they do plan on her being back. I just it's a little interesting to me. I'm just I'm always kind of iffy with whenever anybody has to have surgery for anything. I'm like, I don't know if I do this right now. Maybe let you take a month or two off. Is how I feel. Yeah. Just because it's not going to hurt people to take a month or two off. Yeah, but but she's. I mean, she's going on the UK tour. Yeah, and, and, yeah. Then, and then she's gonna have the surgery afterwards. So whatever the problem is right now, it's just one that yeah, you know, she's gonna do these dates because they need her, and then yeah, you know, and then they could just keep her off TV for a week, or at least out of the ring for. Maybe a while. they'll uh, maybe they'll just give her a Z pack. Hmm. Yeah, you know, just get get it. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just making sure because you know that one guy complained about it all the time. Yeah, that guy. What was his name? I don't remember. Bob. Anyways, um, Phil. move Phil. <laughs> Phil. That was his name. Uh, moving right along, uh, former WrestleMania host city. Is trying to get together a million dollars in hopes of hosting the, the uh, WrestleMania again. Ooh. Yeah, you want to take a guess as to which one it is? Uh, you know, I, I saw a story about Tampa, but Tampa's never had a WrestleMania. No. Because uh, they're trying to get it. I thought they were Tampa, to get Tampa it. is announcing plans to try and get WrestleMania in either 2023, 2024, or 2025. So, I mean, there is that. But the city that was just trying to get them back. Detroit? No, Orlando. Or Again? Yeah, so trying to compete with them. To, with Tampa in their own state. Well, you know, I, having been to the WrestleMania is uh, 24 in Orlando. Uh, I mean, it's not the best part of town, but it does a lot for the city. I mean, you got you know you have thousands and thousands of people coming in for a week. That that's huge business. I can see why they want it. Yeah, of course, of course. It's so funny because they'll talk about like when the Olympics go somewhere, and it actually ends up costing those areas money. Yeah. To do the Olympics, you have to build but WrestleMania arena. is always a big boom for them, and I'm just like, you know, whatever. I mean, the Olympics are nice and all, but WrestleMania is actually good for you. you know, well, the saying. thing with the Olympics, I mean, it's great for the city, but you you have and it does create jobs in that sense. But you're building all these buildings, you, yeah, yeah, temporary structures, and, and yeah, it's yeah, it's there's a lot that goes into. It. Plus, the trash is ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here's another thing that Dave, I know you must be thrilled about. Total Divas has been renewed. For seasons eight and nine, uh, we should take credit for that because we interviewed Natalia. That's right, we brought and, it up, and we, we also uh, interviewed Lana. Lana, yeah, we pitched well it. We show. pitched it. Yeah. You can go back and find those interviews. They weren't that long ago. No, so you can go back and find them pretty easily. Yep. And I recommend that you do because you know you love us and we're great. <laughs> um, speaking of the ladies of wrestling, the four horse four horsewomen of MMA oh. are all working for the WWE currently. Oh, huh? former MMA fighters Jessamine Duke who I have the strangest crush on, don't ask me why, and Marina Shafir began training today, well, today, this was like five, four or five days ago, yeah. at the WWE Performance Center, according to WWE.com. So now you have Marina Shafir, Jessamine Duke, Shayna Baszler, and Ronda Rousey all under WWE contracts. Man. And, and, and Try and tell me this isn't going to be a Survivor Series match. It's got to be something. And Shayna Baszler is, is, is amazing. Crush, crushing in NXT. She's amazing, that, dude. If you haven't seen the TakeOver match with Ember Moon, the two matches that they had, right. especially the second one, go watch that one. Ronda wasn't on this week, was she? No, she was No, not. she wasn't. But, I mean, she's been good in all the appearances she's yeah, made. Yeah. You know, she's she's doing fine. Crowd's still hot for her yeah. and everything. And, and, but you have to, you know, keep her off of TV to keep her important. Kind of like the Brock Lesnar thing. The, and the thing is, like, I don't think she needs to be as infrequent as Brock Lesnar. But she, when she's on TV, there needs to be a reason. Yeah, exactly. Advancing something. Not just going to come out and stand there while somebody talks. You, there needs to be a reason for her being out there. So at least I think you can have them on more if you give them reasons to be there. Because when you're just looking for reasons to be there, that makes them feel less important. Because it feels like yeah. there's no real – it's whatever they're doing is not important. It's just to get them on television. Well, and I think part of it, too, is to see you know what Alexa Bliss is. If it's an injury or storyline, and then they got the, the story where they have – with, yeah, they got the uh, storyline with uh, Natalia mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. know, Mickey James. So, so I'm that hoping that drags out a while. I really don't want to see that turn to her and Natalia already. 
Yeah, just because it would make her look dumb for falling for it this fast. Oh, oh I, I don't see that happening. I, I, I see this as a potential, you know, I mean, maybe not SummerSlam, maybe because I think it'll be resolved. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying Natalia in her feuding, but but I'm saying, um, you know, the feud that that they have going on with with each other with yeah. the, Alexa and, and Mickey James. It gives them something to work on. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and I think that actually be a great feud for Ronda to be in mm-hmm. because she gets to work with Alexa and a veteran like Mickey James as well as right next to. Uh, Natalia. Yeah. So I think all around it's a good feud. Yeah. And I mean, absolutely. and if they do it right, it'll be a hot feud too. So yeah. it'll help Mickey and Alexa as well. So there's that. It, it strangely could help Natalia. So. Strangely, it strangely <laughs> could. Strangely well, I, I mean, not that there's nothing wrong with her, but I always feel like no, I'm with you. No, no, no. I get so it. I get it. Down, you know? She's so up and down, and I'm going to be honest. She has never felt like like there, there there's all the, the the female wrestlers and everything when they were divas, and now that we have their back to female wrestlers and whatnot. They never put it they, up there. She's never felt like like an A-lister. Yeah. She's always felt just below that. Like she doesn't feel like if we're comparing it to celebrities, she doesn't feel like like a Tom Cruise or a, or a Robert Downey Jr. or a you know what I mean. She's she, great supporting cast. She's a great supporting cast. Exactly. She's a she's. I mean, I'd put her above like Kathy Griffin and, and Andy Dick and all that. Uh, but please, everybody uh, is even, above them. Even the Those of you who have never been in a movie are above Kathy Griffin and Andy Dick. So <laughs> you, good for you. Pat yourself on the back. Remember, you could always be them. Um, I guess that's going to do it for the news. So uh, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and it's going to be time for backlash. <laughs> So stick around. Greetings, wrestling fans. This is Dave Dynasty, host of the Dave Dynasty Show, the podcast that every week brings you nearly two hours of pro wrestling goodness from the Midwest. We feature interviews with the legends of the past, stars of today, and the prospects of tomorrow. We have segments that feature classic wrestling audio, whole episodes devoted to the history of Midwest pro wrestling, and much, much more. Do not miss an episode of the Dave Dynasty Show. We are available on all podcast platforms, or you can access past episodes and all of our social media links by visiting DaveDynasty.com. Be good, be safe, and keep on growing. We're back for um, backlash. Yeah, yeah backlash. <laughs> we're I'm, so excited. I'm okay now. Yeah, it's just. I mean, guys, look, we're not going to be excited about we this. Be, it's we just how be it excited is. Excited about the first half, and then and then it's the moment the show goes down. Yeah, yeah. We can talk about the pre-show match real quick. We'll yeah, talk about that yeah, real fast. I thought it was really good. Unannounced, but fun. I was kind of hoping the pre-show was going to get a tag team match. Well, it didn't, yeah, of yeah, course. They're, they're um, right. we did get Ruby Riot and uh, Bailey. Yeah, which was a good match. Good match. Yeah. Okay. And Ruby is finally starting to click for me. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I've always liked Ruby Riot. But just as a as seeing her on the roster, and just she seems to, as a character and everything put, put together in the ring, she seems to be clicking. They're, they're developing more because I think when they first, it's tough when you get introduced, you know, because they're too new to everybody. Yeah, I think to figure out like what their nuances are. Well, and they and didn't really have a, and it, it didn't help that their group, the Riot Squad, didn't really have a purpose. Yeah. You know, they just kind of showed up. We're here to start a riot. Okay, why? And that was it. Yeah. What, what's what's the point here? What do you what do you you know what I mean? Well, they were kind of the anti other group. But like yeah, I mean, I, I get that, but, they, but, but it, they didn't really present it that way. But it's like the Shield was a similar thing when they debuted, right? But the Shield at least gave you a message. They were there. It was about justice with the Shield, right? And the Hounds of Justice, and like it wasn't even necessarily what, what it wasn't necessarily true justice. It was what they considered to be fair and and just. You know what I mean? It was their twisted sense of justice. And so that's the way it was portrayed at first. So at least you had a reason to, to understand. You kind of got their motives to a degree. Riot Squad, again, made no sense. It was just, here's a faction. Here's a faction, and they're here to start a riot. Okay, great. Yeah, I mean, it, it would have been, I think, different if they just came out and just said, hey, we're the, you know, the, the Riot Squad, and, and then eventually go after people. But they'll just show up that way, and then we don't know why you're here. Um, I, I get an issue with, and I'm fine with the result by with Ruby Riot winning. It was, it was a good match. Yeah. If, if you didn't see it, I, I would say, if anything Backlash-related, Go watch this one. This and like one or two other matches are all you need to yeah. see off back. Uh, but but the, but the progress of whatever to do with Sasha and Bailey. What are they doing now? They, they, oh my uh, god! I, they're spinning their wheels so hard on that, so hard. And now it feels like we're going to get to a point where they're going to put their differences aside to take on the Riot Squad. Why? Yeah. Un- and like, and then somebody I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and they said, "Oh well, then maybe what'll happen is one of them will turn on the other one while they're facing the Riot Squad, and they can finally move on to that feud." Great! They should have done this months ago. Yeah, yeah. The, at this all, point, all the build, WrestleMania happened. The only it didn't happen. The only thing I'm really going to be okay with, and even then, you have to explain it a little bit. 
But I would have been much more okay with it if, say, like, Sasha had turned out to be running the Riot Squad. You know what I mean? Yeah. If she was, like, leading them on Raw. If you did that, at least then they'd have more of a purpose. Right. Sasha would automatically get a little bit of juice to her. And she suckered Bailey in yet again. And that just portrayed. But, but at this point, no, Jesus, no, you, just you get had, to the. You had us right here. And now, now you took the carrot away. Elimination Chamber should have been when you started doing this, this, yeah. this feud. Yeah, you had but that. you dragged it out. When it was, was Elimination Chamber? That was back in uh, February, March. Yeah, uh, guys. February, yeah, yeah. It's been it's been three months since that happened. Yeah, WrestleMania when Bailey eliminates her and nothing yeah. nothing comes of that. Killing me, killing me. But it was a good match. Uh, Ruby Riot picking up the win. Um, I love the Riot Squad. Like as individual, just I, I like the characters. I like the performers. They, 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 I wish they, they meant more. The development's been good. But I personally like them. I like how they all have their own. Unique person personality, and, and and oddly enough, I wa- I follow all of them on Instagram, right? All three of the, the ladies in the Ride Squad, sock on the door, and uh, it's 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 funny because all of them, to a degree, are exactly the way they're portrayed as characters. Sarah Logan is very much an outdoorsy, uh, uh, kind of rough and tough kind of girl. It's like a tomboy um, kind of thing, huh? Is she like a tomboy? Kind of, to a degree. She's actually she's getting married. To uh, one of the guys oh, from they, they, to one of the guys from War Machine well, you could be a or War Raiders, excuse me. Well, no, I'm just saying it's just funny because like I, if if anybody had to pick the one who's going to be in the romantic relationship, yada, yada, they're probably going to pick one of the other girls. Just people don't make the assumption with a tomboy because you're going to pick the blonde, yeah. right? You're going to pick the blonde. <laughs> let's be real. Um, but in any event, no, she's getting married to one of the War Raiders. They, I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't care. Uh, they are adorable. By the way, they're freaking adorable. They go to Ren fairs and stuff together. They're adorable. Um, Liv Morgan is a perky, bubbly, you know, almost like cheerleader type person in real life. And so it fits her character. You know, she's just kind of an evil version of that. It's weird because she reminds me a little bit of Alexa Bliss. To a degree. She has a little bit of that To a degree. On. Which is not her fault. It's just. No, just a similar kind of look and, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, Ruby Riot, very much same the same person outside of she's just way nicer in real life. Yeah, but but she's uh, you know but I, but her look is unique to the WWE. I love her which look. I, which I, I think love she's and, got such and, a great look. And it's just, well, and that's another thing I like about all three of those women. They all stand out from each other. Yeah, standing next to each other, they don't look a thing alike, but they wear a uniform. Yeah, the, at least the Riot Squad shirts, and I like that. They're all unique. They don't they don't blur together, but they wear a uniform to show they're a unit. I like that. And I kind of like that we have girl factions and stuff. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, the one on SmackDown, you know, like Paige is trying to break them up. But yeah, I think that's all, I think it's pretty much over. You, you know, but but they do seem cohesive together yeah. at least. What's funny though is I I really do. I think that's it. I think it's over. I think what yeah. we saw. We'll talk about that later. But what we saw on SmackDown. I think is it. I think it's all yeah. over. So, um, so again, Ruby Wright gets the win. Good match. Good for her. And good for Bailey. It was a good match. Yeah, you don't have to be the winner to have to you know to benefit. Exactly, because the Miz didn't win the next match. No, but let me tell you, everybody and their mother knew that the Miz was not going to win this match, and it didn't stop anybody from getting invested in the the near falls, especially towards the end of the match. Yeah, because I thought he's going to pull this off. Yeah, I thought I was like, holy crap, he's going to win this when he hit that second. Skull crushing yeah, finale. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's over. I was like, wow, he just won. And it was a great counter. Yeah, it was. He tried to do the roll through. And he lifted Seth up with like a wheelbarrow style and got him up. And then, oh my God, dude, it was so good. It, it, it's a great match. I recommend it. My only problem with the match is the fact that he kicked out of two. Uh, I don't uh, love that, cause it, but I'll take that over five. <laughs> I'll take two over five. That's okay, my thing. Okay, but I, it still bothered me because, look, I, I know I know what they're doing with the Seth right now, and right, and he's had right. the great re- rebuild. I think I think this is supposed to portray Seth as on another level. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think that's kind of the point there. Yeah. And I will be honest, I've never seen, and this is different people's finishers and whatnot. I've never seen Miz's finisher as again like a top tier finisher. Like it's always kind of seemed like if you play the video game, right? Yeah, there's certain finishers that if you do them. The game's over, essentially. And there's other ones that if you do, the guy might kick out still. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The, the skull-crushing finale is one of them. But two, you know, that, that seems like, okay, that should be it. That, that right, just, you know. right. But, I mean, he's getting that John Cena thing at this point where he's just going to be the, he's the working champion. He's the, you know what I mean? Oh, and, and I'm fine with that. And, and the other thing is the superplex, and then they get right back up. For the Falcon Arrow? Yeah, well, yeah, because that, that should be, if you're coming off the top rope with the suplex, like, you should be. I agree. Up. The only, but I'm fine with it, but I would be. I would be more. I, let me put it this way: I would like it more if he could still hop right up and do the Falconora. That's fine. I'm fine with it because it's the rolling through the move and everything, and I kind of get that. But if he at least after he did the Falcon Arrow was like, oh god, like you know what I mean? He was like uh, just laid out. Like if that was the point, then I'm like, okay, then I, 
then I'm at least okay with that because it's just like he fought through the initial impact, does his, his other move, and then he's done. You know yeah, what I mean? But because that's a high impact move. What it, what that does though is other people doing it. Yeah. Know, it's, oh, it's high impact in them. But if you're Seth Rollins, you you get you get roll through it. That's yeah. You know, it's kind of yeah. like what everybody started doing. Well, yeah, DDT, but they do also. They'll Rollins. talk about. I mean, they will talk about that sort of stuff though. Um, with other people, they'll talk about the you know how some people just have a resiliency and a toughness, and they do bring that sort of stuff up with Seth particularly, and they'll talk about. Um, they could easily do this. It's bull, but they could easily talk about the way Seth lands. You know what I mean? And try and try and bull BS you on how he does the roll through and it removes some of the impact. And they could easily do that because, granted, I mean it's bull. It's complete bull. Yeah. But there are a certain number of people who would at least it would it would soften the uh, the the disbelief for them. Uh, and, and for those of you, I'm not. I'm. And this is not anything. He's complaining. You hate Seth Rollins. No, I do hate not hate him. Seth Rollins. Hates but, him. Okay, Jake Roberts, the DDT years ago. You know, he's the only guy doing it. And then when Jake was not around as much, other people started doing the DDTs. You know, right, and then it became, yeah. yeah. It became, it's super kicks now. Everybody's yeah. got oh, a super Oh, God, kick. yeah, the super kick, yeah. You know, unless it's I'm the sick, Masa kick. I'm sick of super kicks, by the way. I'm sick of super kicks. By the way, can Braun's finisher just be a choke slam now? Instead of the big power slam? Yeah, I mean, I like the power slam. It's well, he fine, used to have but... the reverse choke slam. Yeah, 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 but it was awkward yeah, sometimes. Was awkward, and you really. could see people getting hurt from that. Yeah. But now he does a choke slam, but he, like, grabs him off the ground and lifts yeah. him up. And <laughs> let's just go with that. That's great. Like, I love that move. <laughs> um, but in any event, we're just talking about finishers and stuff like that. Um, Seth and Miz had a great match. Yes. Uh, Miz, I don't know what else to say, dude. It's an MVP. And so, yeah. Seth, you have uh, to, probably the two MVPs of the WWE right now in the same match. Yeah. They so good. They've both been consistently so good over the last couple months. Yeah, yeah, and and, and for Miz, you know the ups and downs, and and the up that this guy has been on since last year, outstanding. And and, and Seth is, you know, obviously one hundred percent by now. Yeah, know? yeah. And then you know, well, because you know, we might as well do this because we're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown. We might as well do it as we're going. Yeah. Um, on Raw, Miz, or, I'm sorry, SmackDown. Miz picked up a great win over Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Was Again, clean. It was a, and a clean win. It, and a, I, I'm going to say I loved this. I love this little attention to detail. Jeff hits the swanton, lays a lackadaisical, excuse me, cover. Yeah. And Miz rolls him up, crucifix that's, style, that's coming. for the pin, right? And what I love is that Miz got the pin, hit the floor, and immediately grabbed his ribs after the swanton. Yeah. And it was like he was in agony because he fought through it to do that quick maneuver because he saw the opening. But then he was in agony, still selling the Swanton Bomb. I loved that attention to detail. And, and you know, and, and there's another match in SmackDown, but we're, we're guys winning, bad guys winning clean. It's so important. Yeah. And not every bad guy needs to, but some have to. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Because it, it makes you, it defines that character more. It's like they don't always need the cheat. But, but yeah. Because him, you know, having stinking a victory like that, it was a great match. Right. Agreed. And uh, Seth picks up the win. Yep. Uh, up next, you had. Would you have said something else? Well, no, I. Uh, we'll get to Raw. Just Seth Mojo Raleigh having a great match. Oh yeah, no. I, well, we'll get Mojo to Raw. I mean, I don't see why we don't talk about it now because it's just going to yeah. give us a million other things to talk about later if we wait till after Backlash. Um, no, Seth and Mo- Mojo did go on to have a great match on Raw. Yeah. I was I, best match Mojo's ever had. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And, but it, it showed me so that Mojo looked good in it. It, was, it didn't just look like Seth carrying him. Mojo looked good. And Mojo looked aggressive. It, maybe it's the motivation. Maybe it's the change. And sometimes it's the opponent, too, because, you know, you're not. Sometimes. Because you know, it's not. It's not and you know Ryder, what? You know. Hey, guys, we're post-WrestleMania. This is the time when they start thinking about letting people go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe maybe Mojo's aware of that. And Mojo's like, I need to step it up a little bit. Um, you know, there's a guy like that on 205 Live, Buddy Murphy, who really only came to life because he was informed that he was on the chopping block. Yeah. And he's become one of the best workers in the well, company and, right and, now. And they have a great spot, too, with him trying to get, legit get down there 205 because he wasn't yeah. at the weight. So. Yeah, so there's that. Um, so, okay, and then up next in the in, on Backlash, we had Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship. They had the unenviable task of following that opening yeah. match because that w- it was impossible to follow. I didn't think they had a bad match. No, Jackson Bliss. Was, this was better than the WrestleMania match they had. They had and then the WrestleMania match wasn't bad. Um, this was a, it was a good match. Um, I was surprised Alexa got to have so much prolonged offense. Yeah, this is the problem with having Nia being a face. I I, I think is because I, I think she's less of a monster. She can still, she works it, better as a as a monster yeah. for storytelling purposes. But 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 the uh, but some of the moves. I mean, I could see why if Alexa is hurt when she threw over from the top rope. Uh, it's, it's just, there's some big bumps that Alexa took in that match, and even oh, yeah. and even Nia too. When when uh, when Alexa chopped her off the top rope. That rough looking. That looked rough, man. Rough looking. Um, and don't get me wrong, I still enjoyed the match. Again, I just have a harder time with these larger ladies 
giving so much offense to somebody like Alexa Bliss. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, it's, it's a real shame because it's purely because of Alexa's size. Because she's so yeah, cause she, small. Well, that was like when she fought Charlotte. That's exactly and, what I was going to point to. And, and it just that, didn't look believable. No, no. Like, we'll talk, like, okay, SmackDown. Charlotte took on Peyton Royce in a Money in the Bank qualifying match yeah. on there. And uh, it's Peyton's best match. Peyton's, it was a really good match for yeah. Peyton. And it looked really good between the two of them because they're closer to size yeah. and everything. So it didn't look like Charlotte giving up offense to somebody half her size. Yep. So, again... Really well done. Those two ladies had a good match, and uh, Charlotte won, which I was a little surprised. I thought Peyton Royce might win. Yeah. I was hoping Peyton Royce might win because, you know, she's one of my favorites. But the point is, uh, the women's title match on the pay-per-view was, was, was good. And Nia, but Nia Jax wins. We pretty much yeah, we knew that, that was going to yeah. happen. Yeah, um, yeah. those first two matches we both had, you know, yeah. had them right. Uh, after that, we had... Uh, Renee Young interviewed Jax, which not the best promo in the world. No, I get what they're going for. Um, again, this is why she's a face is because she's got that different look, different body, yeah, and yeah. everything, and she can be a role model. And I get that; I totally I'm, I'm, get I'm it. I'm fine with that. But I, whoever wrote in there the line to be a star, go punch yourself in yeah. the nuts because that was a terrible line. It's such pandering, and it's it. She she sounded the promo was eh right up until that line, and then I went. Because she sounded like a, a shill at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's just, come on, let them say it in their own words. That's, I don't understand why. She can mention the Be A Star program. Yeah, absolutely. But don't have her try to, gen, you know, generically work in Be A Star because, come on, nobody says that. No. Ugh. Um, up next was Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton for the U.S. Championship. Um, it was all right. It wasn't bad. Hey, it was better than his match with Jinder. Yeah, yeah, it was. Big surprise there. Jinder wasn't in it, so it was all right. Uh, and Jeff Hardy, uh, Hardy wins. wins 12 minutes, retains the championship. Good for him. Yep. Um, and again, Jeff had a turnaround on SmackDown and had a good match with uh, with uh, Miz is, yeah. and lost. I mean, but still a good effort. Miz yeah, looked good getting yeah. into the Money yeah. in the Bank match. So yep. that was good. Um, Randy Orton actually. Um, what did Randy do on SmackDown? I don't think he did anything, actually. Doesn't look like he was on SmackDown. So never mind. Yeah. So Randy got a night off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. He kind of kind of probably needs it at this point. Yeah. His character's a little well, stale. He He's... Yeah, he just needed to be on every week. Yeah, no, 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 no. But uh, again, so so you had that, and then uh, back to the pay per view. Maybe if you thank you. Okay, uh, again, they had a good they had a good match there. Again, not not anything amazing, but good. It was we were a little concerned just because Jeff's moving slower these days. And Orton's always slow. So it was a little bit of concern that it was going to be a boring match. I got to tell you, Randy looked nice and vicious when he did those three back body drops on the railing yeah. and everything on yeah. Jeff. Like, he looked he looked pretty vicious at I, that I, point. I, I, I like that kind of style. I like vicious Randy. Yes. Vicious Randy is good. Give me vicious Randy. Give me sadistic Randy. Yeah. yeah. Good that, guy playing to the crowd, Randy. No. Not so much. Not so much. Um, after that, you had Elias. This show one, up. This, this is where the show. Yeah, yeah. This show took a show. To, show started taking a nosedive at this point. He showed up. And then the new day showed up, and uh, then what? Rusev day Rusev showed up, and, uh, and then uh, Aiden English showed up, and um, then that other guy. No way. Jose showed up. Wasn't there one more? Bobby Roode came. Bobby Roode came out and laid out. Um, Elias. It was a long setup just for Bobby Roode to get some comeuppance on. Uh, it was it was a long setup for Bobby Roode to go glorious. Yeah, yeah, is what it was. God, it was bad. Yeah. It was it was so bad. I'm sorry. Keep segments like this off pay per views. Yeah, yeah. If you've got a really hot one, you know, with Elias coming out there and he's going to be interrupted by somebody big, it's going to be you know what I mean. Fine, I'm all for that. But keep this kind of crap off the paper. And again, if it's going to be good, like. If you've got a really good one where where the new day is going to do something and it's going to be a hot segment, whatever, fine. But don't tell me you didn't look at this ahead of time and know this is a mess. Yeah, this is how we get uh, you know, Brizongo and 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 uh, Titus Worldwide and and uh, Aiden English and Rusev and the New Day on the show that they're not wrestling on because that's where your tag teams went. Yeah, I forgot all of them were on there too. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Jesus, that was so bad. Up next, well, up next was uh, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Uh, the match was okay. Was there anything amazing? I just don't think it's easy to work with Cass. No, no. He, he, I will say he didn't look terrible, but he just his style's not exciting. No. Um, and is it me or do people seem to be a little hesitant with Daniel Bryan since he came back? Uh, I'm watching it. It looks like some people are being a little safe 
I, I, I think it just may be big casts. And because, no, it wasn't he, just him because the the following SmackDown when when Daniel Bryan took on Rusev, there were a few spots where like he does the Machka kick, right? Yeah. He, he kicked him in the shoulder. Daniel Bryan's not tall. He's capable of kicking above Daniel Bryan's shoulder. He's kicked the big show in the face, for, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Well. It seems like he they might be being a little safe with him. And I'm not necessarily knocking it's them for that. Thing, I'm, no, I'm not necessarily knocking them for that. But I can tell you one thing. Daniel Bryan will get frustrated with that because he likes to work that strong style, like yeah. aggressive, you know what I mean? And it's not going to help him. It's not because the matches have not been fire since Daniel's been back. I, I thought the Rusev match was good. We'll talk. It about was good. Thing. Yeah. It's just it's just, well, big just talk cast. about it now. Big big cast is yeah. just it's a big cast. Yeah, big cast, big cast. He's, he's big cast. The, the well, he needs, big mouth cast. He needs a different quality of opponent. And Daniel Bryan is 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 a kind of like two, like it's kind of like if you're like a five and and you're trying to date like a like a nine or a ten like 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 you, you need to get to that seven. Dave, first. I do that currently, so I'm gonna need you to calm down with that analogy. Um, <laughs> But in any event, but no, I, I get what five, you mean. He's trying to wrestle a ten. He needs I just don't think seven. the chemistry was there. Is no. really the issue. Um, no. I, I got to be honest with you. I don't know that Cass gets better. I don't know that Cass has another level. I mean, this is what his second match, a TV match since the injury, right? Uh, that team's had rust. I mean, he's been yeah, 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 cooking, yeah, yeah. But I mean, before that, he was never burning down houses he or anything. No, he he's wasn't. not. He, he's just not. He's probably a better. He's good come guy a long way in a pro, as, as as a promo. Yeah, he might be a better good guy, but we'll, we won't know. No, at least not know. for now. No, no, because people kind of you know hate him. Well, now, yeah. Well, yeah. they hated him before a little bit. He was kind of he kind of got a little hate because of his association with Enzo yeah, for a little was, bit. Yeah, the, the weight he was carrying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was what's funny is that he never would have gotten popular at all without Enzo. So I don't know. No. Um, uh, and then the Daniel Bryan Russo. I was shocked. It, it, no, it, it, I was shocked because it was so. It's clean. Decisive. Yeah. He got him down and just when he cross-faced him until he, fi- he like, hit him cross-face punches yeah. until he finally got the lock on, he was just like, wow. like, Yeah, I, I, there was no fight. There wasn't, like, because sometimes in a match where you get the drama where a guy goes for his finishing move and there's the counter or he gets out of it or he slides yeah. out of the ring. Like, no, or he smart. kicks out twice if he's Seth Rollins. Yeah, but, like, I'm smarter than you. You can't get me in that hole. Right, right, and, right. And then eventually, you know. But, but he but, grabbed him, took him to the ground. I mean, slow. I mean, kind of dragged him yeah, to the ground. And then he pounded him pretty. Then pounded him until he let him until he got the arm and put him in the hold. And then afterwards, they did the attack. Yeah. With I mean, which was fine. It gets his heat back well, and whatnot. Yeah, it, it does. And you know, that's. But ex- it protects both guys in a way. And it's excuse to use for Tuesday's match. You know. Right, but then on SmackDown, you had you had Daniel Bryan versus Rose Rusev, and yeah. like you said, they use that excuse that he lost to Rusev and everything. And he lost clean to Rusev. Yeah, I, I, I was shocked. And don't get me wrong, I'm happy there's a lot of clean finishes, but I just feel like they're not thinking them through sometimes. Yeah. Like, that should, that that isn't one of them I would have gone you, with. You have a guy in the outside who could have, or, or, I know there have been times Jesus Lana thing possibly yeah. coming back into the fold, and I've seen stories that maybe in, in English maybe out of the whole, mm-hmm. you know, thing. Uh, but there was none of that. He, no. It's just he, be, he beat him clean, which it, it's weird. It's almost like Vince saying. And he beat him with a really boring Machka yeah. kick. Like I said, it was just, it was. And when was the last time he won with the Machka kick? <laughs> Been a while. Yeah. Well, and this is Vince McMahon going, okay, you, if you're going to boo Roman Reigns, I'm going to take your favorite guy, and he's going to lose clean to this other I'm guy wondering, you like. I'm wondering if that's, how, if that's what it is, or if I'm wondering if they just still, honest to God, do not understand what made Daniel Bryan popular in the first place. It just, I, I honest to God believe, because remember, once he won at WrestleMania, he, his booking was eh from yeah, then on. Here's Kane. All yeah, right, it, it didn't really, it, I, I don't think they understand what makes Daniel no. Bryan popular. It's his genuine connection with the fans. Is, and, and his wrestling. Yeah. Like, let him go out there and have great wrestling matches, but let him go out there and connect with the audience. Give him a program that he can sink his teeth into. If that's going to happen with this big cast thing, then we need to get to that point. Let him sink his teeth into it and start connecting with the audience because at this point, they're just treading water on it. Yeah, because you have big cast beating him. I mean, you're just going to anger people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's not going to do you any good. No, and it's not going to help big cast. Any. And the other thing with this, is you know at WrestleMania when when he came out and that intro he had you know with all the yes chants yeah like, this is stuff you knew three or four years ago existed that you totally ignored yeah and and, and yeah yeah I know I'm with yet. you I'm with you I'm with you um moving on from that we had Carmella versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's oh, Championship I'm happy that this Car- is where Carmella had a new look by the way and I like it it's fine but, it, yeah. but I, I wish uh, I wish she had a new you know move set and wrestling ability and yeah, all that Yeah it, it, it didn't work out The match was not good No um the and ending I, was out of nowhere. and the ending was out of nowhere and again 
clean ending. Clean ending. It, it, which, which I'm fine with. But again, this, I'm but only fine with match. to a degree. Not in this match. Carmella has never been portrayed as a tough, great wrestler. Yeah. So the idea that she beats Charlotte clean is nonsense. Like that's utter nonsense you beat Charlotte to me. Clean. Like Oscar couldn't beat Charlotte, and this woman beats her. Yeah, clean. Yeah, that what? That makes no <laughs> sense. You know, the shame here is that Carmella is a good character, but she just can't back it up in the ring. I don't see this title reign lasting long. I just don't. You know what? Though, when Alexa won the title for the first time when she beat Becky Lynch a couple years ago, I, yeah. I, I didn't think much of Alexa then. And then all of a sudden, see, like, I she did. got better. I did think a bunch of Alexa Bliss because I'd seen her in NXT. I'd seen her. like I, I knew about her previous work. And I didn't. I've seen Carmella's as well. And I nothing I've seen leads me to believe she's going to be very good. And it's a real bummer. I like her style doesn't really work. Her no. style is almost more gimmick than it is actual wrestling, you know. And that's not a good thing necessarily. That's not always a bad thing, but it's a bad thing when you're in a match with somebody like Charlotte because it needs to be a wrestling match, not a gimmick match. If you're in there, if you're in there with somebody like, um, like you know, another kind of character, you can get away with that sort of stuff. But when you're in there with Charlotte, who's known for having her great matches. You gotta have, be able well, to put up well, a decent I'm, match. I'm trying to think who she'd even match up against because obviously Becky can wrestle, Naomi can wrestle, Oscar. Oh, obviously speaking can of Becky, I mean, can we just talk about how nothing Becky means at the oh, moment? Oh man, oh, that loss, that loss to Mandy, Mandy oh, Rose on oh. SmackDown was clean loss again yeah. to Mandy Rose means nothing. Somebody somebody pointed this out the other day. She hasn't had a big singles win on on television. Since uh, she beat Charlotte like a year ago. I, I, wow. Because I remember the pay-per-view, and I mentioned that she hasn't won on a pay-per-view match in over a year, but like almost two years now. Yeah. This yeah. is... This is uh, what are they doing? She, yeah. she is consistently the most popular female wrestler. Yeah. And, what and, are you doing to her? She gets... Because, I mean, I know people like Charlotte, but, but the biggest... People pop, do like Charlotte, but, she, but, but, but Becky is consistently popular. Be- Becky gets the pops. She gets the reaction. Yeah. People and you are, and she is finally getting to the point where people are starting to, call, to cool on her. Because, because of, she's going a year of this yeah. this crap, and they're gonna. I, I, what are they gonna do with her once that happens? That's when they'll throw some support behind her, yeah. and the crowd won't care anymore. No. And then whose fault is that? You know, you're telling us she's not important. Man, man, man come on, she's. Oh. You, you know, it was a mixed tag match that she had it, it, with the, where she won a match. Yeah, and then you know that when she was taking Charlotte's place for a night. But. Yeah, Mandy Rose, by the way, picks up that win over Becky and qualifies for the Money in the Bank match, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Mandy, oh, by the way, can I say that I love Corey Graves' reaction when she walks out? It's amazing because, like, By- Byron will try and talk or, you know what I mean? Like, one of the other announcers will try and talk. And he's like, and she, I mean, she's dropped it gorgeous. Yeah. Like, Mandy. And she's coming out and, like, Byron will start saying something. And he just goes, shut up, Saxton! <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to watch. And they'll start talking to it again. And he goes, please, stop talking! <laughs> like, he, I love it. It makes me laugh every time. I, was, I, I almost cried watching it on SmackDown last night. Um, and and, and I, I guess what they had, because he wouldn't let the other girl out with her. For uh, 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 uh Sonya Sony, Sony Deville, yeah, 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 Paige, Paige Bander from Ringside, yeah, yeah. Um, which is the other thing too, and, and then she still wins, you know. It's, yeah, and that's another thing. Like, what was the point of that? If she was still going to win, was it just to emphasize? Look, Mandy's a serious competitor; she doesn't yeah, need Sonya, yeah. and that's fine. But not Becky. No, no, don't, don't sacrifice Becky. Come on, like, and I'm not going. And this sounds this sounds crappy. It does. But if she'd have picked up this win over Naomi, I wouldn't have cared as much because Naomi's gone up and down. She's she's had good runs. She's had bad runs. She's had good runs. She's had bad runs. But Becky has been treated so badly for so long. Stop doing this to Becky. And they haven't done anything with Naomi since well, WrestleMania, right? Since she won. Not really. Know. Yeah, not really. And, and that, that should be somebody that that should be getting. You know, I'm sure she'll rest next week. She'll wrestle for a, a spot in there or something like that. How many people are in there? There's five or six people in, in well, the it, Money it, in the Bank. Is it is it Interbrand Money in the Bank? Yeah, they're Interbrand <laughs> matches. Yeah. Okay. So you have three and so three eight, is my eight, guess. Eight. Yeah. So four and four. Yeah. Well, they could do three and three. I thought they're eight people matches. I think they've been both. So I don't know technically because okay, I, I think eight. the first one was six. Yeah, I think they bumped. But it then I think they went to eight more recently. More so maybe they will. Maybe they'll do eight. I don't know. I would kind of like it if they did an odd number, because um, I would like it if you could have one side with like the last spot for the Money in the Bank match, SmackDown versus, SmackDown versus Raw. Raw, and whoever. And what I would do is I would have that match uh, on the card on on the Money in the Bank card. Be in the pre-show, probably. Yeah, be on the pre-show <laughs> or even open the show. You know what I mean? And that person gets the last spot, and that brand therefore stands a better chance of winning the money in the bank. That would be my logic. Yeah. 
You know, but again, this is where I go back to things that would matter. Like, if you go back to these other things that should matter. Survivor Series. Okay, well, how about, you know, one of the stipulations for Survivor Series is that if your brand wins, they get the extra slot at Money in the Bank yeah, or, that or, year. Or like at Royal Rumble. Or, or at Royal Rumble. Some, something. Give some yeah. kind of benefit like that. You know what I mean? So that those matches have weight when you try to do brand versus brand. You know? It just, that, to me, makes sense. It does. It helps. I, I agree with you on that. Um, Shocking, I know. I, what are you going to do? So, yeah, Carmella retains. I think we both picked her to retain, too, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but we, we expected shenanigans. We didn't get any. No, we didn't get any shenanigans, but, you know, we did think she'd retain, so there's that. Um, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura in a no-DQ match for the WWE Championship. It was a good match. The match was good. It built a little slowly, yeah. but it, it built up nicely. The best match of the three. <laughs> I loved the, the low blow fest that happened. That was fun. Uh, yeah, the first time. By the way, the counter that Shinsuke did off the... the Styles clash and then hit yeah, him with the low yeah, blow. Yeah. Beautiful, beautifully done. And then Styles hit it, and that was great. And then they ran at each other and kicked each other. <laughs> that's Vince McMahon kicking us in the same region right there, saying, "That's your finish." Yeah, ah. yeah. The but here, yeah, that was my problem. The finish was terrible. The finish was bad. You, I mean, the idea and so like good. I I understand it from the perspective of wanting to keep the feud going, but why you you booked them into a no DQ match? How do you expect people to react when you end a no DQ match with a double count out? Yeah. Now you can do a last man standing match or whatever else. It right? probably will be. Yeah, because that, that's usually the pattern. It's like, yeah, you know, we'll have this and then, yeah. uh, well, or, or something. Where but see, and that's not, that's not, if, the if, they, if they had done something where they're like fell off part of the stage or the Tron or something like that and yeah, went through a bunch of stuff great. and then we got a, a no contest and it went to a, a, a last man standing, that would have made more logical sense. Oh, we both kicked each other in the nuts and couldn't stand up in time, so it's going to be last man standing. Well, yeah, God, that's weird. I love it. Like maybe like if AJ like you know, did the flip and it went through the table and he both right. get up or something. Right. Or they try to get back to the ring at ten and they get counted out again or exactly not that. something. Not, not that. Yeah, no, that was it. Was a bad finish. The crowd oh. crapped all over it and deservedly yeah, I, so. I, I don't blame him for doing that because I, I they. Oh. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And, um, and I feel it's going to continue, obviously, somewhat. I mean, they didn't wrestle on Tuesday. Oh, by the way. AJ was on Tuesday, though, in his freaking face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, that chair shot, because it went to, which. It I, bounced I back. Yeah, yeah, that would have been the time to end the match. Or, or yeah. You know, you know, I mean, obviously, they had further things planned. But, yeah, that chair bouncing off of Shinsuke right into AJ's face. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and the match was well done. Yeah. I appreciated the match, you know. Um, was this the one where he went for the knee on the apron? And he hit the the pillar, yeah, the post. Yeah, that was well yeah. done too. Um, by the way, brilliant move on their part because the things that they surround the the, the turnbuckles with now make so much noise. Yeah, yeah. So it it's, sounds so much worse when they hit them now. Yeah, the impact you know? is much worse than. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it probably was nothing. You know, but no, it, no, it, Shinsuke, of course, sold like a freaking yeah. champ, and uh, it it was really really well done. But I will I, say that I enjoyed. Uh, I I did kind of enjoy Shinsuke's promo on SmackDown. Yeah, he went back to that Noah speak yeah. English. <laughs> But then he, you know, he made it very obvious that he didn't speak it when he didn't want to speak yeah. it. You know what I mean? And then he said that AJ Styles is nuts, but so am I. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, okay, all right, you know what? Okay. I mean, I, I, I Shinsuke, I love you. <laughs> just please win the title next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, I, you know, this is weird because I picked him to win. Because, because uh, I, I, I think we both did, but I have no problem with. You know, AJ being the champion, obviously. It's yeah, been no. a very long reign. But, but there's a point in time where in the chase, where, you know, this guy's got to get the, the belt. We'll talk about somebody else who's been chasing a belt for a while. But um, but he at some point, I, he needs this to solidify, you know, his career. Yeah. And the fact that he's a great heel right now. Oh, he is such a good heel. He's the best heel they have on that show oh, as far as the guys yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just love that side of him. And I can't wait. Yeah. So at some point, when he, if he wrestles more at SmackDown, but he takes out some other people, it just brings out that viciousness and that, that heelness. Oh. Up next is a match that I'm barely going to talk about because it made no sense, served no purpose, other than, I, I will say this, the, the the disintegration of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn that mm. seems to be happening. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley. You know, what's funny is I called dissension amongst Lashley and, and <laughs> Strowman, and it went the other way. I, it backfired on me. It, this match made no sense. It made it just didn't, I didn't matter at all. No. And the ending was pointless because we've already had this finish. Yep. With the extended beatdown. We've yeah. had that too, which was pointless. Uh, okay, okay, we, we know it's, for, it's for the crowd to cheer for Braun, and I mean, I get well, that, well, but trying to build a they were hoping too. they were hoping it would be a a, a, a big feel good moment for the crowd after the crappy finish, but it wasn't because you'd already given it away previously. Yeah, 
Uh, like, this should have been one where like you know, the outcome being the same, but when have like some sort of like you know where they're cheating to get Braun down or Bobby down, where you know the rough's that looking and it's uh, you know they hit him with a chair, they do yeah. whatever else and double team him a lot. None of that. Nope. This match is nope. is a waste of time. Waste of time. It's been a waste of time. Speaking of wastes of time, I'm walking out. No. <laughs> <laughs> or should I wait till while you're talking about it? You should leave early is what you should do. Yeah, right? yeah. It'd be traffic. Yeah. Yeah, beat traffic. <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe, which should have been so much more important than it was. And it should have not been the main event. because that No, it should you, not have been the main event. The SmackDown but, you know, what's funny is that's the reason that it, it – what's funny is a lot of people are like, oh, of course, Roman's in the main event. I don't genuinely – I genuinely don't think that's it. I don't think it was that Roman needed to be in the main event. I think it's they knew they were giving a crappy finish to the world title match. Well, I think that part of it, too, is that, yeah. Well, I think they if that was getting a, a different finish, that would have been the, the main event, yeah. 100%. Because I think they knew the kind of reaction Roman was going to get. It wasn't going to be, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the Shinsuke and AJ thing was bigger. But should it just – should have put anything on last besides this. Just – the beat down before the match and you're like, was good. Was yeah. really good. As soon as it happened, I, I go, well, Roman's winning. Oh, of course. I, I mean, He's got to overcome the odds, yeah. of course. And again, I, let, let us clarify this. We're moaning and complaining about that. It is not Roman's fault that he's doing what he's told to do. Yeah. We are complaining about it because of the way they are presenting him. And it's doing nothing but hurting him. Because this guy, this guy genuinely does have the opportunity to be one of the, big, the, big, the biggest names of this era for a while. You know? But they are ruining him with the way he's being presented to the point where he, at least Cena, now there's almost kind of a fun to the to the the whole spin on yeah, people joking Cena, you know. But people respect him yeah. at this point. We're in, we're genuinely in danger of never respecting Roman Reigns, and I don't mean you and me, but I just the crowds at large. Yeah, I we're genuinely at a point where people are going to point to this and say, why. In years from now. I, 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 that's where the point where they've had enough. We're, we're, yeah. It's the main event of a pay-per-view, which has gone longer than it should have, and people are leaving. And it's so funny because we hear about be, things all the time where, like, if you if you listen to the Bruce Pritchard show, he'll talk about how there's certain things that are happening, and Vince is just like, nope, move on. Because it's just not working. Move on. I don't want to waste any more time on it. But it's like because he, like, allegedly, he made this decision that it's going to be Roman. He refuses to give up on it. No matter what, and it's like you, you, dude. It's been three, what three years now? Yeah, you can't force it if it's not working no, after three it, years. It's four years. This year, four years. That's Brock, right. Because four Brock, was Reigns. Yeah, Taker. The yep. year before that was Triple H, and the year before that was Brock. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, four years. If it is not working now, it will. No. You've wasted four years of this guy's career, and that's the thing. Cena was over at one point, getting cheered and everything. And then he started getting booed. Roman, almost from the moment he became a singles guy, has been getting booed. The, the, it, it's weird because we had a post about it when I posted the video. Yeah. Jinder Mahal and, yeah. and Roman Reigns on Monday, which I will get to in just a second. Where some some guy said, oh, uh, they're booing him since The Undertaker. And you, you commented. No, uh, way it, before yeah, that. It, it was the moment when Daniel Bryan got eliminated from the Royal Rumble mm -hmm. is when everything changed. And Daniel was out in that Rumble. There, there may not be the hate. There may not have been as much hatred for. Well, see, we say that. Yeah, but what's but. worse? What? And, and, and we've had this conversation before too. You know, in in different avenues. What's worse that Daniel Bryan wouldn't have been added to the Rumble at all? So we've been we'd have been like, what the? You know, why isn't he in the Rumble? Or that you put him in the Rumble and then took that away from us? Yeah. Like, I don't know what's worse. Well, I, I think he should not come back until after the Rumble. Cause, I yeah, think that would have been smart. You know, yeah. He doesn't show, hey, I'm going to yeah. go in there. And then you're like, oh, this is great. It's gonna that would have been smart. Shows up early, gets tossed it's, out. It's been four freaking years. Give up. And I'm not saying fire the dude or anything no, like no, that. Turn just, him just heel. Bring him down. Oh, the heel Turn him heel. And it, look, people say that about everybody. It can't work for everybody. It could work for Roman. I promise you, if he became a heel tomorrow, one of two things would happen. He'd either have the most heat in the world yeah. or... All of a sudden, people cheer for him because they're just being contrarian. And my thing is this. I think he, he – Roman, to me, anyway, this is my personal opinion of the guy, oozes heel charisma. He, he Whenever he walks onto camera or something like that, he walks in – think of it this way. Roman walks into, cam, into the camera like the guy at the gym who knows he looks better than the other people there who are trying to work out and everything, wearing the muscle T-shirt so it's barely covering him so all of his muscles are showing. So that, And he's got that smug look on his face, and he just knows 
he's better than everybody in this room. That's, that's the vibe he gives yeah, off. That's well, it's a dog and it's his yard. It's the big dog. I, this is my yard. I'm the big dog. It's so easy to twist that into a heel thing. And it doesn't have to be about genuine size. For the love of God, he doesn't have to pick on little people. He can pick on anybody and just literally walk out there and just have the same attitude because he's even cut a few heel promos. Yeah, because I I see reports where Triple H said he's a heel. Well, if he's a heel, why is he not finding any faces? Yeah, if he's a heel, then why aren't you presenting him as such? Why are you presenting him as the good guy against people? Because you damn sure didn't present Brock Lesnar as the good guy. No. You damn sure didn't present Samoa Joe as the good guy. No. Like, come on. Who are you trying to to BS here? You know, and the chair that Samoa Joe got out as opposed to what Roman Reigns got on Sunday, that's a telling sign right there. You know, just Just kills me. Anyways, the match happened. It was slow. Um, It was a shame, too, because the the attack at the beginning was really good and vicious, and there was a ton of rest holds. A ton of rest holds. I will say Roman did a few more, like, did, did more offense than he had done in his last previous yeah, like yeah. five matches. So that was nice for a change. Um, I, 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 coolest I, moment of the match was when he went for the drive-by, the drop kick. Oh, yeah, I, and I, I, I he got like caught. Yeah, Samojo reached out and grabbed him, pulled him into the ring in the choke. I was like, that that was freaking. But you know what? That should have been the end of the match. Yeah, I I thought he was out when he was in the hold at the end. That should have been. And you know, by the way, can I get some consistency with how the referees do that? Yeah. Because sometimes it's that we're going to raise the arm three times and they're going to hook up and get out of it on the third one. Sometimes it's the I'm going to sm- I'm going to lift his hand, like kind of mess with his hand, and yeah. when he's not responding, okay, that's it, he's out. And then sometimes over. I'm going to go wiggle, wiggle. Hey, are you awake? Wiggle, wiggle. Hey, Roman, smack, smack. Hey, Roman, and then Roman comes back to life. How long do you give them before they? Yeah. Just a little consistency is all I ask because I genuinely, when he went down to him in the hold, I wondered to myself as it was about to happen, I wonder if the referee is going to lift his arm three times or if he's going to just kind of check and see if he's out or if he's going to, you know what I mean? Because I shouldn't have to wonder that. It should be a procedure. Yeah. You know? And it used to be with like the sleeper hold, you know, the old days, he'd raise the guy's arm three times. And, and I get it, that's out. corny. I get it that that's corny. But, but, but the, I, I, for a second, I thought, like, oh, Samoa like, he won. Yeah, then, when he, the ref grabbed him yeah. and moved his arm and wiggled him and nothing. That should have been it. They yeah. sh- okay, he's out. Put turn, ring yeah. the bell. No, no ref anywhere worth their salt goes, hey, 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 are you awake? Hey, hey, wake back up. Hey, are you okay? Hey, hey. okay, he's all right. He's all right. That, Jesus, dude, I was so annoyed by that. Yeah, that should have been the Roman finish either. right there because it would have been a hot finish. Yeah. Um, and that does zero for Roman. And again, Roman didn't tap. He passed out. That's how it would have gone. Yeah. You know, that's fine. And you could have sold it. He's taken these beatings from Brock Lesnar over the last several months. He can't possibly be at 100%. Yeah, because yeah, that's what you do with Daniel Bryan on Tuesday, losing clean. And he got attacked before the bell. Yeah. Like, come on. He had a million excuses for this. You could have easily protected him. And, and this is why people, this is why, that, that one of the reasons why they dislike him. Yeah. And it's, again, not his fault. This is how he is presented. And that's the problem. And so the, the real downside here is that Roman is getting the heat from people when Roman doesn't deserve it. And it's so funny because we talk about how you have to try and buy into the storylines and everything. And, like, you, 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 regardless how you feel about the guy, it's the character. And you know what I mean? Like, when you get lost in the show, you know, you got you to invest in the characters and yada, yada, yada. But it's so funny because this is people aren't, people aren't booing, you know, the guy necessarily. They're booing how he's being presented, but they're booing the, the wrong way. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. He's supposed to be, be getting cheered based on how he's presented. Well, but, but maybe, maybe him, you know, people walking out on Sunday is maybe, maybe that's a sign that maybe Vince or somebody's got to I tell gone. you what, it needs to happen more. Yeah. It can't be one time. If it's one time, it'll be written off as a fluke. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. If you are that fed up with Roman Reigns, and I'll be honest, I kind of am at this point. And again, not the guy, the booking. When Roman Reigns is there in the main event, head for your car. If you really want to. If you genuinely want to stay and watch the show, then don't complain about him. But if you are fed up with him and done watching him, get up and leave. Turn the channel. Stop watching. Because if it's the last match of the night, you know, if it's the middle of the card, go to the concessions. Go to the bathroom. Just clear the seats. It's your bathroom match. Just clear the seats. Because you know most of his match is going to be televised, so that will be obvious. Yep. Seriously, that's something people need to do. And I'm not trying to say that we need to boycott Roman or anything, but Vince and them need a wake-up call as to, like, look, this isn't working. And us clearly telling you how we feel isn't working. Now, now is, so is Roman going to be the, uh, you know, is, is he, he's in this feud with gender, which we're going to talk about in a second, but the, uh, 
the fact that because you know Brock's doing whatever, so so is this prolonging the fact that uh, you know Roman is going to get another shot for whatever reason? Probably, you know, probably. What, now here's what's good. so is, is somebody going to win Money in the Bank and then Roman finally beats Brock oh, and then somebody steals the title from him? It's entirely possible. Or the situation plays out the exact same way it happened to Roman last time, where somebody gets involved in the match. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, I tell you what, you want to make Roman a heel. Um, have somebody that people love, like Finn Balor, which uh, didn't he qualify mm-hmm. on Monday? He did. They're uh, in the same match. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they're double teaming. You know, they're going to get the big dog down so they yeah. can have their one-on-one. Which I was stunned that they let Finn win that, by the way. I stunned. was, too. I was yeah. too. Yeah, you want to you wanna get Roman booze? Have Roman beat Finn if Finn gets the title. But I mean, like, you want to get – I mean, I want to get him booed. Like, yeah. I'm serious. If that's your objective, there. But, I, you know, happy for Finn. Yeah. Because the right. dude deserves a spot like that. But like, so I actually kind of want him to win the Money in the Bank, brief, the yeah. money in the bank briefcase. So – uh, yeah, it was him versus Roman versus um, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, good match. Yeah, it was good, good match. But that's because yeah, you know, that's the, that's because eighty five percent of it was Sami Zayn and Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know the matches on Monday and Tuesday were much better than the pay per view on the time. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. So that wraps up the pay per view. We'll maybe talk about a few other things from the week, but the pay per view. Oh man, I might score this one. This is low. The first, I'm, the I'm first thinking half like, was great, and then everything uh, from Elias on. I this um, this is probably like this. This might be like a five and a half, six for me. I'm going five because yeah. it's just it's it, it's it's uh, five is too high for me. I'm going four. Wow, wow! Because I'm the first half of the show carries a little higher than that for me. Yeah, but this it, uh, like I'm for just, me to go four to me go for me to go below five like the the best match of the night has to be not great. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, the first match so, was the best match. And then the first I, match was I, the best I, I, match, and there was else, a few things after that that were still good. Yeah, so I'm like, I'll, 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 I'll average it to around a half. Of, you know, half the show was, was good. You know, about five. So uh, it's, it's, that's kind of how I look at it. But regardless, we have our, you know, it's our own votes. We're allowed to yeah, say it however we want. Exactly. So that was that. Um, as far as during the week, I'm going to take a peek real quick and see if anything else major happened. Well, okay, uh, yeah, the fact that Jinder Mahal got cheered when he attacked Roman Reigns. That's at funny. It made me laugh. Uh, I did not expect that reaction. Uh, you know what? It may, maybe this is the feud. We're going to go, well, this is a guy that, uh, you know, people will boo gender because, you know, they hate the character. Uh, so you, you got the two most despised wrestlers facing each other. But wouldn't it be really weird if that people are going to cheer for gender and the fact that he's going to have to downplay the fact that he's getting cheered? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, from SmackDown, bring this up real fast. Xavier Woods versus Cesaro. That oh, was a good match. match. Oh, my gosh. Really good match. Go and I liked that. the finish. Yeah. The, the Superman or the European uppercut? Uh, yeah, finally, that Loved pinned it. somebody. Yeah. yeah. Been waiting for that to happen forever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the pancakes kind of got to go. but um, They're getting tired at this point. But the stupid crowd chanted for pancakes, Dave, so they're never going to get rid of them. Well, here, you know, I, I looked up a story because we are talking about Roman. I was like, like merchandising stories. Because John Cena. Merchandising. Merchandising. Still, still, still the number one merchandise guy. Obviously, Roman Reigns is on the list. AJ Styles moving up on that list. Right. Uh, the New Day. Still on that list. Roman, you said Roman Reigns still number one. No, it, it's Cena's number one again. Oh, he's number one again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's but, funny. Ra- but Reigns is up there, and so is AJ Styles. Is close to possibly catching him, and then the New Day is still up there. Mm-hmm. The New Day, yeah, I mean, you know, they, the New Day don't need to wrestle much. I mean, they're kind of at the point where, I mean, the, now Xavier Woods, holy crap, the singles matches this mm-hmm. he's been having lately. Dude's um, good. That boy, good. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, you know, th- and that's fine. You know, they don't need all these tag matches, but they're still selling the merch, and and they're still fun for most of the time. Yeah, uh, other stuff to talk about just from Raw and SmackDown. Um, you had, I I actually kind of dug the Braun Strowman Kevin Kevin Owens match for the Money in the Bank qualifier. Yeah, that was a good Owens match. It was good, and it was a good Braun match. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I, I mean, loved. His match good. By the way, but Owens. In that I role. loved the repeated running around the ring and wiping out <laughs> Owens. That was so much fun. Yeah, he's been doing um, that a lot. It has gotten tired because at some point, you know, it's going to catch him. But, yeah. dude, he's got, for a big he's dude, fast. he's got gas yeah. for days. Like, it amazes me how long he can wrestle like he does. Yeah, because it was one of the Usos, like, the first time he did that. when He, yeah. he ran down an Uso, yeah. of all people. Yeah. One of the faster guys. This is, like, business. 14 or 15 minutes, this match. Yeah. And, I mean, and Braun didn't look gassed at the end of yeah. it. I mean, this dude amazes me with how long he can go. A big dude who can do 15-minute, 20-minute matches. That's crazy to me. Um, you had that. Uh, nobody cares about Baron Corbin and Hanoi Jose to still be doing things. Um, He's a jobber now. He, but, 
Uh, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler did nothing again. They just beat another tag team nobody cares about, which no, is a shame it, because it's, it's, it was. But it's reset. Drew, Drew McIntyre. You say that, but here's my thing: the re-aired versions of the of that show don't have that on there. So it's not really establishing anything. So like half that, like uh, not half, but a good portion of the viewing audience isn't even seeing it. Yeah. So it's it's, you know, I, I just, just if if it's point. cut out of it, then I don't think that it's really doing anybody any good. Um, this triple threat we talked about that with Sami Zayn's and Owen, and, or I'm sorry, uh, Finn Balor and uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah, really true. good. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown, anything I missed? No, I think they've got everything. So I guess really just real quick, I'll talk about um, uh, NXT and 205 Live. Um, NXT continues to be the best show on television weekly. Uh, you had EC3 making his NXT television debut versus Raul Mondo- Mendoza. And uh, Mendoza looks good in the time that he's given. He always does. He, he does some crazy stuff, and he always looks good. Uh, this was just a, it's a showcase for EC3, though. But he's still being presented as a good guy, and I think that's a mistake. He's, got, he's one of the best bad guys in the industry. He needs to be. And how do you book him as a good guy when his catchphrase is he's in the top 1%? Like, how is he a good guy? I don't understand that logic to me. Like, that just asks to be booed. Now, in front of the NXT crowd, he'll get cheered. Yeah, maybe that's but what when it you, is. But when, yeah, maybe. And when you, but when you bring him up to the main roster, I hope you're smarter than that because that is not going to get cheered up there. Yeah, like, so it's like Bobby Roode being a good guy, which we're, we're yeah, still dumb. Waiting, for, waiting for that turn. Dumb, dumb. Uh, Dakota Kai versus Vanessa Bourne. Match was fine. Kai looked good. Uh, Shayna Baszler came out after the match, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, just as a real quick aside here, in case you've missed this, uh, Dakota Kai used Canadian Destroyer to win. So, yeah, delayed Canadian Destroyer is what it's called. Yeah. So there you go. Um, that's fun, right? That's fun. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the more they're on the back and they kind of, yeah, I I, I, I didn't know that they, um, wow. I'm impressed that they use that. Well, it's NXT. They get away with more there. Um, Dakota Baszler came out and intimidated Kai again. That that's one of the best storylines they got going right now because Kai is terrified of Baszler, and this is efficient storytelling because Kai was one of the first people that Baszler injured when she came into NXT yeah. when she was trying to get a shot at Ember Moon, and she victimized her and hurt her. And Kai is selling it like a champ about being terrified of Baszler as a result. And now, uh, so what she did was she actually grabbed Born Vanessa Born, and she started choking her out. Uh, she started choking out Vanessa Bourne uh, in front of Dakota Kai and like staring at Dakota Kai the whole time. Like and that. so it's great. It's amazing. Kai goes backstage. They're trying to get a couple of words from her and Baszler comes back and like interrupts. And hey, she's like, what? You know, this is what benef- benefits NXT is that because you can draw off these storylines where, you know, they might be out every week, but they're not wrestling or, you know, they can set up, the, you know, because they tape what three or four weeks at a time. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You know, so, they, so but see, the thing is, they tape three or four weeks at a time, but their payoffs are really far apart. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like these guys know how to tell long stories. Well, th- this is what used to be, you know, the old days before the Monday Night Raws and superstars, yeah. where you know you would see a guy, or you know, they progress the story on Russell yeah. Challenge that week later, then uh, you know, and you had the, you know these. That's what NXT is doing because they got they got a big roster, but you're not seeing everybody every week, so you're not getting tired of them. Yeah, um, you also had War Raiders taking on Heavy Machinery. Would have liked it to have been a little more, but it was really just a showcase for War Raiders again. I like Heavy Machinery. I think they're fun, and I think they have potential to be a really a really big tag team. But uh, they need to crisp crisp up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Tomasa Ciampa versus Cassius Ono. Mm. And let me tell you, really good match. Really good match. Cassius, man, this guy deserves an MVP for NXT at this point from his his new run, his second run with them. He's just doing so well. The match was so good. Ciampa gets the win. Just oh, so good. So good. Go check it out if you didn't watch it. Seriously, that stuff was so good. Um, I, it, it really, that, that NXT, again, that's the show. If I tell you you got to watch a show this week, that's the one I'm going to tell you to watch. 205 Live was fine. Uh, you had Buddy Murphy and um, Mustafa Ali again. Ooh, Mustafa Ali has the coolest entrance stuff in the world. Yeah. The Sub-Zero look. That's so awesome. Like, it's so much better than Glacier. Um, yeah, Glacier, I said. Is that a Mortal Kombat reference? yeah. yeah. No, it was, uh, it's uh, it's well, from WCW. yeah, because yeah, he dressed like Sub Zero yeah. from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, the only thing from Two Hundred Five Live was that really. I was a little worried because Tony Nese is going back to kind of what he was before the reboot, and so is Jack Gallagher. They kind of seem to be going backwards a little bit. Like this episode of Two Hundred Five Live, not great, because it seemed like they took a few steps back in some yeah. places, and I don't like that. Uh, maybe with Gallagher, maybe they're trying to figure out what. Uh... Maybe, but again, just the show itself didn't feel quite the same. And I'm, mm, mm, 
mm, you know what I mean? I just didn't love it. Yeah. But Buddy Murphy gets the win over Mustafa Ali. Really good match. Uh, seriously, go watch it. If you if you haven't watched one of their matches, you need to go check this one out. And the only other thing worth pointing out was they did a video package on um, uh, Hideo Itami where he's just being heelish, and he's finally finding a character that seems to work for yeah, him. Good, he needs that. So... That, that, uh, but again, so there you go. That's your that's your week in wrestling, at least for WWE. Don't care what everybody else did. <laughs> Impact probably sucked. Let's be real. That's yeah, well, what yeah. they well, well, do. Well, yeah. Well, Jericho and whatever he's back in Japan or whatever. But yeah, whatever. Jericho is back in Japan. That is the thing. Oh yeah, Rand. I forgot to mention this in the news. Kevin Owens signed a new two-year deal. Good. So we've got at least two more years of KO yeah, yeah, in uh, WWE. Fight Kevin. Fight and he actually had an interview. He said, "Yeah, unless something goes wrong, I hope I'm, I finish my <laughs> career here." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool, cool." I was like, "Good." He's planning on staying, so he's at least happy with the way he's things got are going. A lot of knowledge in his uh, the the WWE. So. Yep, I agree. So it's so funny because you look at guys like him and uh, Daniel Bryan, AJ. Well, AJ Styles. Let's look at AJ Styles or Shinsuke Nakamura. Or those guys are yeah. almost forty. Yeah, you know what I mean. Back in the day. 40 meant you were near the end. Yeah. You know, uh, or you're getting close to 40. Think about it. Austin, when did Austin retire? Like 15 years ago. Yeah. But I mean, so he was in his late 30s. Yeah. And he was done. He had too much wear and tear on his body. Well, the neck injury, the knees. But yeah, but a lot of guys are like that. Hulk Hogan, when he switched over to WCW from WWF, he was in his late 30s. And he already looked like an old man. Yeah. And was moving like an old man. I mean, again, you look at these guys. It's just so crazy how the how the sport has changed, and now these guys are wrestling well into their thirties. And AJ Styles, I think, is in the prime of his yeah, career. Yeah, I, when I in his re- late thirties, yeah, I think re- he's in the realized, prime. Realized his age is like, oh my gosh! But then I realized he's been around a long time. Yeah, but that's the other thing. This guy should have crazy wear and tear yeah, on him, yeah. especially from the style he has. Yeah, <sighs> ridiculous. But so that's it. That's Eat Sleep Podcast Beat Episode Forty Seven. Next week, we actually get to not talk about a pay per view day. Hey. Yeah, especially not a bad one. I, I found something in the old files here. I think we might have to share it next week. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. next week. So next week. So. Something you did. I'll, oh, something I did. Yeah. Oh, that could be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, but uh, maybe stick around for that because uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yep. That was a lot of fun. So, all right. So next week we got that. We got uh, we're gonna do a little uh, just weekend wrestling. Talk about some news and everything. Again, if you have a topic, send it to us. Espr at fm99.com. We want. To hear from you. And again, iTunes especially. If you listen to us on iTunes, please, 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 please give us a five-star review and leave a review. Uh, rate, Give us a five-star rating and leave a review. It helps us move up the ranks, gets us more listens. Uh, we've been doing good with that lately. Um, what are like the... The greatest Royal Rumble show. Got, we've got like twice what everything yeah. else gets. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's great. like so we, we're getting it's moving up, guys. We're doing really well, and we have you to thank, thank for that. So please, again, share, 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 and uh, until next week, just remember we'll be here to eat, sleep, podcast, and what's that last one? Oh.